So I've spent the last 24 hours or so listening to various, I don't know, doomers, maybe a couple of crash bros. And the reason I wanted to do that was I wanted to understand their basic framework for the impending housing crash that they have been calling for 10 plus years. After spending several hours of watching the material, I have come up with three, I don't know, unique arguments for why housing has to, must crash and burn. What I thought I would do is go through all three examples, talk about them individually, and then maybe talk about them in collection. So the first one goes like this. The economy is going to suffer. Unemployment is going to spike. When unemployment spikes, homeowners will be forced to sell. They'll either be forced to sell because of foreclosure. They will be uh, forced to sell to raise cash to pay for their lifestyle. Or they're just going to have to sell for job transfers, all of those things. So that's argument number one. Argument number two is another version of the silver tsunami. The silver tsunami uh, is being put out again by, I believe, Meredith Whitney. This is actually a repeat of Crash Bros. I believe it was 2008 or nine. No, excuse me. No, it was, yeah, 2014. I think it was 2014 was the silver tsunami. They're trying that again. The basic idea is old people who have a home are going to be forced to sell or liquidate to either downsize, pay for uh, medical care, old folks homes, or again, raise cash. And then the third argument is non-QM, non-qualified mortgage business has exploded there is fraud in the system, and it is the non-QM borrower who is going to give up on their mortgage and forced to sell again to get out of a bad deal. There are other fringe crash bro stories, but I wanna go through each of these, talk about them kind of logically how I see the scenario, because I'm always trying to see if I'm missing something. So let's go back to number one. The economy weakens, unemployment spikes, we have four sellers for whatever reasons. Okay, well, let's have that argument. What happens if the economy weakens? And if it weakens significantly enough to um, cause unemployment to spike? Well, what will happen? The Fed will come in, they will lower rates, they will stop QT, and they might even relaunch QE. Second, what have we just learned? If you've been in the real estate business for more than 15 years, you know that banks now have a new tool in their tool bag. When their customers in mass get in trouble, they unlock the magic of forbearance. Come to our website, click on a couple of buttons, you're in forbearance. You're buying time with no penalty until you can find a new job, okay? And then lastly, 
this mass foreclosure wave, these crash bros who think foreclosures will start 90 days after someone is out of work don't understand the average foreclosure takes a thousand days. A thousand days, which is roughly two and a half, three years. So again, I am not here to tell you the economy can't weaken. I am not here to tell you that we can't get into a recession. I'm not even here to tell you that we won't have a bad and nasty recession. What I am saying, given that housing is a linchpin of the economy, 68% own a home, that the powers that be, should we have a nasty recession, will leverage the tools that worked during the pandemic and we will delay problems. So, Yes, the economy could weaken. Yes, unemployment could go up, but I do not see forced sellers. Now, let's also just have a real conversation. Currently, the um, mortgage rate of all mortgage average is 3.6%, without including the 40% of homes that are owned free and clear. It's called the effective interest rate. When you take the effective interest rate of 3.6% against the loan balance of whatever the average is, 300 grand, the payment is lower than rent. So these folks are going to want to stay in their home. It doesn't make financial sense. Fixed rate debt, lowest expense, we have wage inflation, you know, they will give up other things first. So if we do have a nasty recession, I expect credit cards to spike. I expect auto loans to spike. I do expect some forced sellers for sure, but it's not going to be the supply that the doomers talk about. So that's number one. Let's talk about the silver tsunami. I got to tell you, I like the silver tsunami just because it shows that crash bros aren't creative. They're starting to recycle why stuff is going to crash. So again, you could think about this, right? You got a, a mom and dad, grandpa, grandma, whatever in this big house. They're all by themselves, right? The kids have moved away. They're getting older, they can't take care of it. It's too big, they can't, they can't go upstairs. You, you, you kind of get that. But are they going to be forced to sell in mass at the same time? Yes, baby boomers are getting older. Yes, baby boomers own a large percentage of homes. But I don't see, outside of some external event like a pandemic where it forces everybody to do everything at one time. It's just the silver tsunami is happening. Father time is undefeated. But given medicine, given health, it's not going to be it's not going to be like an event where everybody lists their home at the same time. It's just going to be part and parcel to the process. Yes, there will be some folks selling their home all the time and it will just trickle out it won't be this huge event in my opinion the other thing that i think we're forgetting about and i think I, and again if you are a part of the baby boom generation and you have a big home i actually might recommend or actually i'll say it this way i would recommend you consider house hacking what do i mean by that let's just assume you're 70 years old you're a single lady. You're living in this big five bedroom house. 
wouldn't it be great if you found two or three friends to rent out some of the bedrooms, lower your costs, and you could take care of each other. You could have community. You won't be alone. I really think and believe that we should push the idea of baby boomers house hacking their big homes. I think it makes wonderful sense. I think we would bring down depression and it, you know, just isolation. So hopefully that uh, is something to consider. And then lastly, let's talk about non-QM, right? The mortgage crisis that we had last time started with uh, subprime, then went to Alta, then went to prime borrowers, but it was subprime that was the uh, spark. Will non-QM be the spark? Well, again, as someone who was buying before, during, and after the last crisis and has non-QM loans, let me tell you reality. Last time, the average mortgage was 98, 98.5%, right? We had some loans that were 103%. Why is that important? There was no equity. No equity. Non-QM mortgages, the I don't know how I want to say this. The most loose was 25% down. Many non-QM loans are 30 or 35% down. Why is that important? People have equity. They're not going to walk away when they have equity. So again, this mass wave of people walking away from their home because they have no equity and the payment changed, it's not coming. Do we have some fraud in the system? Of course. There are plenty of people who bought Airbnb short-term rentals and frankly lied on their application. Us, of course I'm gonna live here. They had no intention. But is that fraud big enough to cause a huge wave that will then take down other things? I don't think so. Yes, there will be some problems. Yes, some people will get in trouble but it won't be this huge wave. Why? Because again, they have equity. Do you walk away from something that you have equity in or do you try to sell it? Do you try to do a sub two or some kind of wrap or whatever it is? So again, I, I am sure there are other crash bro scenarios. They all essentially talk about waves of supply coming and demand pulling back. Well, did you know that at 8% mortgages, we still did 3.8 million transactions. We still have plenty of cash buyers, first time home buyers, it still happens. We are going to be at this low level of transactions for years to come. The crash bros missed it. We had a crash. It was just in transactions. They don't have your best interest in mind. They only want you to watch their stuff to get you in this doom loop that pays them. I am not telling you to buy a home. I'm asking, I'm imploring you to do the work. I know with certainty there are great deals to be had. Olivia and I have been doing this for 22 years and we, are, we always find great deals. It takes work, it's never easy, but it is possible. Believe in yourself. Stop staying in the parking lot. Start looking for deals, networking, getting a buy box, and doing the work. Have a wonderful holiday season. 
This is a city in Germany. I actually have no idea which one it is, but that is the view out our balcony. All right, take care. Bye.